0: Finished your chips, your crisps, your well, shapes. I'm going to stop eating them for now. Okay, so. if it finishes, a is a is a subjective <laughs> <Yes>. term. <laughs> Hello everyone, Hi. welcome to Playing Devil's Avocado. We are a podcast. Yeah. Obviously, we're in your ears. Mm. We are in your ears. Um, and today Sorry about that. <laughs> um, today we're, who are you? I'm Claire Isaac. I'm Lisa Sinclair. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for coming, Lisa. Thank you. Today on the podcast, oh. It's like it a newsreader. Newsreader. Shuffling. <laughs> We're going to talk about sleep. Mm-hmm. I wish I could get some.
1: Oh, dear. We're
0: going to talk about do you need a midlife marriage reset? Maybe. <laughs> Not mentioning any names. Um, how eight secrets to living a fulfilled life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about a bit of culture club. Culture club. We're going to do a little bit of uh, talking about airplane food. yum. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> and as you can tell, we're pretty overexcited. We're a bit giddy. All right, let's go.
1: Well, because we've had an exciting day. Oh, we have. We? we can talk about the exciting day. Yeah, uh, we, we did had... an exciting day today, didn't we? We did. <laughs> we did radio this morning we with did radio. Wendy Harmer. We did on the ABC and yes. Sydney. Yes, we could post that probably. Yes, to the there, BDAs. Is, there is
0: something on the online.
1: Yeah, um, we'll do a link. Yeah, um, I think we acquitted ourselves quite well. It was It's hard frankly. to do because we were both in different places and usually when you do radio, usually when you do radio, um, <laughs> I find it best to go into the studio. <laughs> yeah, same. It's much easier to do it in a studio. And also, yeah. but, or if you're going to do it on the phone... Um, If it's just you and the other person, whereas there were two people, there's Wendy and Robbie, and then there was me and you, and we weren't in the same room. So it's very hard to do, and I was surprised when I listened back to it that we actually sounded quite professional.
0: Well, I know. I mean, I'm sure everyone was surprised by that (laughs) news. Um, Also, I was very aware of trying not to talk over you. And I also was aware yes yeah, um of me not talking me. <laughs> yes and also I think this has probably stood us in good stead actually talking um every week yes on this, just yes. yes we how can jibber jabber away
1: can't we here we are talking over each other. Right then yes and then um at lunchtime I was meant to be doing this online Facebook live you thing mm-hmm. with future women mm-hmm. and then obviously I couldn't get it to work. No. So I had to quickly ring you and you jumped on at the last minute I did. I said with today. alacrity.
0: I saved the day with alacrity. Sa-
1: and you saved the day, Aww. and you were actually fantastic mm. and so hilarious. Thank you very much. Um, so that's t- and that's two exciting things, but you can't watch that because I think it's in their private it's group. It's in their private
0: group, so unless you're a member of their private group, which you should be because it's yeah, great. It is great. Um, You haven't seen it, and we can't post it, Mm. so you're just going to have to take our word for it. I was amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Drink, drink. (laughs) Okay. All right, so let's first up. Yes. What should we talk about first up? Do you want to talk about um, do you need a a midlife marriage reset?
1: Well, I mean, everybody probably does a little bit to an extent. I suppose it depends when you get married. If you get married at 48, you don't need a reset at 49, do you? You're going to be married a year. Well, is that's Is this true. assuming that you got married? Yeah, I
0: think well, they were basing it on the fact that um, David Cameron and his wife, so it's from the English newspapers, mm-hmm. obviously went away on holiday and came back saying they'd had a bit of a midlife reset. Like, I think she said it. Reconnected. Yes. And they had a lovely few days on their own. Did they go with the kids? or they No, left? they didn't take the kids. Yeah, okay. And it was just nice to have um, so they some time together. they got their hands full, haven't together. they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Being, you know, yeah. old politicians and wives yeah. and things. So, um, but I thought, you know, midlife. I don't know that the marriage part is the reset. I mean, as in, I don't know that the, if you've only been married for a year, it's the same. It's the problem. It's the th- if you're in midlife as well. Right. It, so it, probably because the two things combine are just a shitstorm. Um, mm. they, they say in the Telegraph to sh- start a relationship book club. Now, what they mean is not sitting around reading <laughs> normal people together, mm. but like talking to each other with some re- with some relationship books. Oh, which I can't imagine anything anything
1: worse. Worse.
0: Imagine sitting there with my husband going, "Let's talk about love oh, languages."
1: My God. Mm. However. The normal book club, I quite like the idea of because me and my husband often swap books. Yeah, and we say, read you a must lot. read this. Yeah,
0: we read a lot of books, yeah, the same books. So but we could discuss. We do, We suppose we have book clubs, they're just called dinner. Yes. <laughs> In our house. Self
1: help reading books together, no. No, I'd
0: rather scratch my eyes. Out. Yeah. Look to the past. So they're saying that you need to think about what you used to do when you first met and, and reflect on the
1: activities that you used to do to rekindle. So that's nice.
0: Yeah, that's lovely. But I mean,
1: I mean, that's nice. I mean, mean, I'm just actually laughing because I'm thinking about um, what we connected over, my husband and I, when Mm. we first met. Mm. And um, probably what you did at that age and what you do at this age are very different things. Right.
0: Right. Was Gosh. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I mean, just. Oh, going out. Going I mean? out and getting yeah. battered. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, I mean, that yeah. thing. I mean, it's like maybe like watching a movie that you used to love together. Okay, I like see. Yeah. Trouble with that is that often when you watch a movie that's 20 years old or whatever, it oh, it's hasn't terrible. It well. hasn't aged. Life's it's always of us.
1: really racist and sexist
0: yeah. <laughs> <It's> and rapey. <laughs> um, train for something together. No. So this, is, so this is like training for to do a 5K run no. or something like that. No. Well,. You know, I can see why it does help. They say it restores a thrill and exhilaration to a marriage. God, no. I say not. No. But I have done, we have done, we did a, once years ago, we did um, boot camp together. mm And then we used to, <laughs> one of us would never go, so it didn't really bring us together. No. Um, assert your differences, so maybe you need to, because you met, this is quite interesting actually, you met as friends and you're two separate individuals when you meet. Mm-hmm. And so after years of being in a relationship, things start to merge. So Ooh, it's really yes. good to make sure that you have your own identity. Go and do your own in things a, relationship, a bit. Which, which we, I do anyway. I You're very good at that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then plan plan a weekly check-in meeting. Oh, just it's taken us until now. We've been together for 20 years. Yeah. My husband and I. Uh, oh, we'll talk about we this in a second. Denied. My husband and I. And um, it's taken us till, until now to work out how to have a joint calendar. Not that we even remember where we put it or what mm. to use for it, but... They're talking about when you can talk about finances, relationships, all that kind of mm. stuff, you set aside some time to do it. The other mm. thing you all agree with, though, yeah. outsource help if you can. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I, oh, they do mean housework. I suddenly yeah. wondered if they meant something else. Um, yeah, so that's I certainly agree with that. Mm. I, I still haven't done it, though, because, no. you know, COVID. No. <laughs> but um, speaking of my husband and I, mm. uh, it's our fifth wedding anniversary, this week. Congratulations. Thank you, we've made it. Five well years. Um, it's wood. Wood. I oh, say it's right. not a very easy one to buy for.
1: No, I you did ask me and I can't even remember if we did anything for wood. <laughs> and when I said to Jimmy um wood or whatever, mm. he just snickered. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Got
0: wood. <laughs> Got wood. Yeah. Um I think what I'm gonna do, and by the time this comes out I will have done it, is just make a lot of wooden jokes. It's yes. card. That sounds lovely. You would love this. Yeah. How about you You and I would go out to dinner, et cetera, et cetera.
1: Yeah, wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't
0: believe it. Five yeah. years, et
1: cetera. Um, you could do some um, plain talking. P L A N E. Yes, maybe you could do some uh, or you could branch out.
0: <gasps> Ooh, Ooh. Going into tree
1: territory. Yeah. Well that's what wood is made of. Yeah, okay. Or it. trees are made of wood. Yeah. Which way around is it? <laughs> what came first. <laughs> tree or the wood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well that's good. I'm glad we've got that out of the way. Yes. Um
1: Nick, do you want to talk about we're sort of still in relationship territory, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, so where do you want to go from here? here? Dad bods? Dad bods, yeah. So according to a survey, mm-hmm. um, which was highlighted by Barbara Ellen in mm-hmm. The Observer... I love Barbara Ellen. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, pretty good. Um, headline, sorry, Jim bunnies, but men with dad bods just make better fathers. Mm-hmm. Now, does everyone know what a dad bod is? I guess so. Yeah. So it's like a man with just a normal body. <laughs> <laughs> as opposed
0: to a as right opposed there. to a unicorn's Wait, yeah. body. Um, <laughs> he's not Brad Pitt.
1: Yeah, he hasn't got like a six pack, and no. he's just he's just a normal person.
0: Yeah,
1: um, so it could be a little bit doughy around maybe the middle. A bit,
0: yeah, he used to you know probably used to do a bit more gym work than he does now, yeah. so he's losing his heart a little bit maybe. Yeah, but
1: still quite a bit hot. hot yeah. yeah. Anyway, this study done by the University of Southern Mississippi found that women perceived men with dad bods to be better parent material. So um, 800 women were, women were shown bodies ranging from lean to slightly overweight. And then the dad bods scored high with the positive behaviours. And basically, you know, when you're younger and you're sort of, you know, doing the clubs and the pubs, mm. you want the, the fit boys. Mm. When you're thinking about um, settling, down. settling down, it's the dad bods. Um, so it says, she says, Barbara Ellen, the dad bods bod is about being fit enough not just not narcissistically it's all about me uber fit it's about having minor love handles not letting yourself go when women talk about dad bods they really mean hollywood casual dad bod bod dad bod like matt damon who i love
0: okay yeah matt damon yes
1: so i thought that was quite interesting because also for me I couldn't be with a Mad gin Bunny. Like, no. if someone was going off to the, if someone was like pecs and six packs, I'd, I'd pers- I'd take it very personally, because <laughs> I'd be like, what is he thinking about me?
0: Yeah, there is a little bit of that. Now you know? my husband's a lot fitter than I am. Mm. He's not a, not a, he's gin not a Bunny. No, he's he has taken up cycling there.
1: Mm. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. How do you feel about that? It's a
0: hard one for us all to get uh, our heads around. The first time he came in in Lycra was quite the thing. Oh. Um, Oh, is is he a mammal? I don't know what mammal is again.
1: Middle-aged man in Lycra. Uh,
0: Well, he's not really middle-aged. Well, maybe... But, like, so he doesn't like the... I mean, I hate cyclists. Sorry, cyclists listening. I don't like you. Yeah.
1: Never but have. when you say cyclists, who are you talking about? I'm talking about, about
0: the is? Peloton people, you know. The people what does Peloton that, mean? It's the group of cyclists that ride around together in the park oh. and everything. And those people I don't like. When mm. they're in... Because I live near a park. I go there every day. Yeah. They just ride in big groups in yeah. the way. And they're then quite, they're
1: they're they're shout at you. I feel
0: like you. they're quite entitled. They're shy shouty. <laughs> they're shy. And when you um, go past them, all they're ever talking about is cycling. Yeah, they're so, very Obsessive, aren't they? Yeah. I find then he the... doesn't like them either. No, like, okay. Oh, he's not one of them. But having said that, we are watching at the moment the Tour de France um, of an evening. Oh my god!
1: Only in it's but very. What do, what do you mean you're watching? So you're just watching men or women? I don't know. They're cycling they're around
0: uh, on yeah, bikes. Pretty much,
1: yeah. I mean, we're watching other stuff before it's a bit Like and after. watching the Grand Prix, I suppose. Yeah, I don't really it's get a that. bit.
0: It's a bit um, hypnotic. I have yeah, to say. Okay. Um, and they go very fast, and sometimes they have accidents, and that's quite mm. exciting. Um, and I'm, I'm always picking which one, which one's like the hot one, and which one's got a good helmet, and which one's got a good <laughs> young man, which one's got the best <laughs> lycra outfit on, and stuff like that, which is probably not what we're supposed no. to be doing. Um, but yes, um, so he's a lot fitter than me. I don't mm. know what to say about it really. No. I'm, I'm quite happy with anyone. Oh, <laughs> I'm not picky. Good to know. <laughs> All right. Speaking yeah. of being happy with anyone Yeah, so I've got a story
1: about yes. how to share a bed and actually get a decent sleep. Yeah, well that's very, very um, good topic for our for our demos and our lives. Yeah. Well you're a terrible sleeper as we know. Yeah. I'm Nora. And you're a snorer. Mm. I'm, I'm allegedly a snorer. I mean, I don't know, but that's what I'm told. Um, I, I'm i not sleeping brilliantly at the moment. I'm back to the 5 a.m. wake up. Mm. And that's because of the daylight saving that's starting, oh. isn't it? Because the, the birds are all waking up and it
0: just feels like, I think, something, the magnetic. Oh, potency, okay.
1: Different. That would explain a lot. Also, there's been some really big moons in Sydney. Really? Right? Eh? And um, <laughs> it shines straight in my window and I feel like the moon really messes with me because I'm yes. so cosmic. And we're cancers. And we're cancers. So lots of things going on. I'm not sleeping. And then I have to go and sit in the the thinking chair um, if I can't sleep. Mm. Anyway, here's the story. It was in the SMH, I believe.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's according to, staff according to Professor Dorothy Brook, which Mm -hmm. is a great name. She's the chair of the Sleep Health Foundation. Mm -hmm. And she said that good sleeping doesn't necessarily mean you're spooning all night with your partner. Well,
0: I wouldn't be able to sleep if that was the case.
1: No. Okay. Um... (laughs) Our shut eye is generally objectively worse when sharing a bed, particularly true for women in straight couples. Mm-hmm. So she talks about all the things that we really know, which is snoring.
0: Yeah.
1: Doona hogging. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think we need to go into it because it's not much information. The thing is, is
0: that I'm, a, I'm the opposite of a doona hog because yeah. I'm hot. Yeah. Hey, have I told you? Oh,
1: <laughs> <my> God. <laughs> Run hot. Um, so what do you do about it? I just give the dinner to late. Oh, okay. It's pretty simple yeah. in my house. Getting the right temperature. Yeah, same. 17 same to 19 degrees. I like it. When it's cold, I like a good 24-degree room. Oh, right, okay. Um, I like it cool, but then I like yeah. it cool always. Do you know, a friend of ours for my birthday, let's call her Fiona, mm. bought me pyjamas mm. from Peter Alexander. Mm-hmm. They're the best pyjamas I've ever had in my life, and they, when I'm wearing them... I sleep like a baby because mm. they're literally like wearing almost like wearing a baby grow. They're separate, mm. but they're quite <laughs> fitted. Um, I and have this it's image <laughs> of <you. laughs> a giant baby, grow. giant baby grow, sucking your um, and they're the softest things. They're like sleeping in a hug. Mm. Oh. Yeah, very amazing. Well, but maybe you need know, a. Did we talk about these last week? The,
0: the no, we didn't. In the end, the anxiety blanket. Oh the weighted yes, blanket. The weighted blankets. That blanket. would blanket. do you well, wouldn't
1: it? Yes. Um, not cheap, though, unless you get them from Aldi, not an ad. Mm-hmm. Little visitors, I think they're talking about children, but for me it could be the cats. Oh, my God, Floyd is so annoying yeah. at the moment. He's waking up very early, oh. and
0: he just sits there and kind of paws at the yeah. cover to wake me
1: up. Yeah, you're not meant to have little visitors in your bed. No. That's not a euphemism. <laughs> um, you know. But it could be. <laughs> you need to respect... Each other's sleep rhythms. Yes. Yes. I think that's probably fair enough, isn't it? Do you go to bed the same we've had this no. conversation? No, Lee goes to bed before
0: me. Yeah. And reads. You're a bit of a
1: night owl. Aren't I like you?
0: well I just like to watch reality TV and the only yeah. time I can watch it is when he's asleep.
1: But don't <laughs> you get to a point at night where you don't want to be on the sofa, you'd rather be watching it in bed. Yeah, but I'm not allowed to have with no screens in no the bedroom. No screens in the bedroom. Oh, no, only I've had to read, that's it. Really? Yeah. So you're not allowed to put your headphones no. in and watch telly in the bedroom. No, not allowed.
0: Why pourquoi? Because it's bad for you. You're supposed to be away from the
1: screen. That's probably what's keeping me up all Mm. night. Is watching Real Housewives till three. That'll do it. That'll do it. Um, And then to split or not to split. So Brooke says people must dismiss the idea that sleeping separately is a threat to their relationship Mm. because it suits many partners. Would you? Would you sleep separately? Mm -hmm. You would Mm. happily. (laughs) Did I look through joyous? You were like yes, yes.
0: (laughs) Sign me up. Nodding, um, look, not all the time, but I would like to sometimes. We if- used to have a spare room, and sometimes we go like it would just be nice to just have if you really want to need a good night's sleep, or mm. you know, sometimes if Lee's getting up early, yeah, whatever, yeah,
1: Quite like that. I get lonely, and then we would have to go and find the other person. I don't get lonely. Also, then. the cats would get confused about which room to go in. Oh, I think the, my,
0: Floyd would just be with me.
1: He just mm. likes to sleep on me. Mm.
0: Anyway, let's decide. He's thing. only human.
1: Oh, no, wait, he's not.
0: He's a cat. <laughs> also, he's a little visitor, so, <laughs> so I'd have to check him off. Not allowed. Um, okay, great. Let's talk now, shall we, about some culture clubs. Culture club! Culture club! Culture club! It was not a segue that worked. No. There's no segue for that. No. I got told off i not having segues today. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs>
1: Apparently
0: <laughs> our ways are a bit rubbish, aren't they? <laughs> I was like, some of them are, some of them are. Yeah. What do you want from us? Um, so I've been reading a book which is amazing and I think, drink, I think it's um, one of the best-selling books in Australia at the moment. It's called A Lonely Girl is a Dangerous Thing. It's by Jessie Two. Is it an Australian book? It's an Australian book. Yeah. Um, and it's about a woman, a girl who was a concert violinist, a child prodigy violinist. Is it a novel? Yes. mm mm-hmm and um and then it's sort of like her her prodigious prodigity prod, prod, that, <laughs> Ex- excellence her, her her um kind of fame was destroyed by something a few years ago Ooh. and uh, and it's just about sort of her building herself back up again and it's um she's been using sex instead of um, music to fulfill her mm. so it's um it's very raw it's very dirty sex like full on sex Filthy? book um, in that it's because it's painful, like she's going through some some stuff. It is such a good book. It is so well written. Jessie's very young. She's young and um Australian. Just um, amazing. Highly recommend. Did you read it on the... Um, I'm reading it on the iPad. iPad, yeah. yeah sorry, everyone. You're a prolific sorry. reader. I am a yeah. very prolific reader, it's true. Mm. I read a lot. Um, but I highly recommend that. Then, um, do you have anything for this section? No, this because oh, I'm
1: reading a book, but I've got about a chapter to go, and I'll talk about it when I'm completely okay. obsessed. Okay. But I'll talk about it when I've finished it. Okay. Because it's, I think there's going to be tent-a-hook. a there's be huge denouement. Ooh.
0: Good Lord. Um, all right, well, I'll tell you a couple of things. i am watching High Fidelity, which is a TV show. It's is it on, on ABC? ABC.
1: Is this with Zoe Kravitz? Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, so they flipped it, haven't they? Yeah,
0: and it's um, set now, not back in yeah. the 80s, whenever the first one was made. Um, I read a lot of things at the time when it first came out about it, and I'd, for some reason we just didn't start to watch it. But now I just love it. It's just so lovely. It's so easy watching. Okay. Um, It's just a nice, um, zeitgeisty, 20-something person in New York dating.
1: Nick Hornsby is still involved, isn't he? Yes, he's the
0: executive producer. Right. And it's just lovely. Just easy watching. Mm. It's not, there's nothing much to it.
1: Yeah. Which I
0: think is the problem. Is Zoe good? She's lovely. Yeah. she's so beautiful. Beautiful. She's so lovely to watch on screen. Yeah. The other thing I've watched, which I just don't know what I think about it, is called I'm Thinking of Ending Things, which is a movie, a Charlie Kaufman movie, which has just come out. It's on Netflix. Um, and we started watching it, and we were so excited because it's like one of those movies that was supposed to have come out at the cinema and then didn't because of yes. COVID. So it's, you know, come out. Everyone's very excited about it. It's got massively good rave reviews. No, I, I just have no idea what happened in it. Do you watch it at home then? Yes, yeah. it's on, it's on at it? home. Who's in it? It's um, Jesse Plemons, is that his name? You know that guy who was in Fargo and he's married to Kristen... Kristen... Um, the Marie Antoinette Kristen, what's oh her name? Oh, yes, that one. Yeah, yeah. married yep. to her. Um, and it's also got a girl whose name is Jessie Buckley. She's been she's an Irish actress, but she's been in a lot lately. You'd recognise mm. her if you saw her. I'll post. Um, What's it about like. then? And Tony Collette is in it. Oh, I love Tony Collette. Toni Col- All and right. David. Sulis is oh, it? Oh, I love him. So they play yeah. this guy's parents. So basically the story is this guy and this girl have been dating for six weeks. They go home to meet his parents. Yes. And it's snowing and it's in a snowstorm. And then once they get there and they meet Tony Collette, who's a very nervous mother. In and, America,
1: is this? Yes, in America.
0: Yeah. And David Thullis, who's the father. But then you start to realise that her hair changes a little bit throughout the thing. And then suddenly you realise that clothes have changed. Then you suddenly like people are aging and then getting younger oh. and so it's kind of a horror sort of mm. thriller but i had no idea what was happening and at one point i was like am i missing something i right. just yeah but you know it, it's did lee have any
1: idea what was happening he did, he just said it was
0: it was weird and he didn't like it okay and he really wanted to like it cuz charlie kaufman obviously is an amazing writer and, and it would have been you know, and and it's been released with great you know plaudits mm. But I didn't, I didn't give it a didn't get it. No, no plaudits. plaudits from me. None from you. But watch it if you want. All right. It's something to do. All right. You know, during COVID. Okay. Um, okay, do you want to do... Let's talk about... Um, airplane food. Oh, this yes. is the best thing ever. It is. And I wish I'd known about this.
1: I did know about it. Oh. You didn't tell me. No. Mm-hmm. Um, you like I to ha- keep things from me. I had, I had read about this. Um, so this was a story on The Guardian by Alex Gorman. And in because all the planes in Australia are grounded yeah. um, and Qantas aren't doing international flights till at least next June or something, don't get me started. Anyway, and there's no flights and we're all mm-hmm. locked in the country and mm-hmm. we can never leave and we're trapped forever. Yeah, um, great. So there's all this airplane food sitting around. Yeah. So they're selling it. You can go to the producers and you can buy packets of frozen airplane meals. It's amazing, and they're cheapest chips. Yeah, <laughs> uh, cheapest chips. A, a regular meal pack of seven is twenty-seven dollars. Yeah, that's a pretty good. So case. it's pretty good. And then she tried the clearance meal pack, which, which was twenty dollars for ten frozen meals. Which is two dollars a meal. Two dollars a I meal. I didn't
0: even do that math.
1: Yeah. So they're um, and they're all apparently also Qantas was having a stock, stock take sale of with cut price mystery wine cases. Mm. Uh, And I clicked on that link and it's all sold out. So what does that tell you? eh? Covid. (laughs) Covid. We're we're all drunks. Um, So she goes and buys the stuff from this warehouse in Sydney, um, and there's all people are just queuing up to buy these frozen meals, and they took. See, I don't mind airline. When I'm on a plane, I quite like it. It breaks up the journey. I'm like, ooh, what have I got? I do like all the little things. All the the little little things. things. She makes a very good point in her thing
0: there because she's talking about all the different food. Like, she tries them all.
1: Yeah.
0: And some of the things she doesn't like, some things she likes. But one of the things that she says, which I think is true, even though it's boring, is that pasta and tomato sauce and stuff like that, the very basic stuff is the best. Yes. Because it travels better and it it reheats better. She didn't mind the
1: curries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she hated the breakfast. Now, to me, I love the breakfast because t- to me that indicates that you've arrived somewhere. Right? Yeah. So I love those funny little sausages you get and the funny little egg. <laughs> um, now I was quite excited because my our friend Phil, let's mm-hmm. call him Koshy, oh, yeah. has always insisted that airline food is full of stuff to bung you up so you don't poop on the plane. Yeah. Right. And I've always believed it. Because when, whenever well, you have... Whatever. A, of course she says is true. Of course. Uh, but also, you know, whenever you've done a big trip, at the end you're all confused, aren't you, mm-hmm. with what, when you're meant to go to the toilet, etc. <laughs> I know people hate us talking about
0: <laughs> poop, so <laughs> I'll stop
1: right there. No, I want to bring it up. Bring it up. she was saying that um, it, actually nutritionally they're not bad at all and they haven't got weird stuff in. No. And they've just got quite a lot of salt. But does that stop you weighing? No, I think it's probably just a flavour thing. Or drink because, more alcohol. Well, I think it's because your taste buds um, change in the air, Right. so you need more. You need more salt and spices. Right, but she didn't mind them.
0: Look, I think it's a really good way of getting some cheap frozen meals, isn't it?
1: And then she was saying, if you're in the office, you just chuck them in the freezer mm. at work. Mm. Two dollar lunches instead of fifteen that they try to charge you everywhere. Also, at the you
0: could make yourself a little tray. I think there was a photo in was, story that someone else had done. George is, and Chong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would love to do that. That's hilarious. <laughs> make it look like you were yeah. getting. And then you could walk around going coffee, tea, coffee, yeah. tea. Ever told you, you about the time mad?
1: I was a junior reporter and went to a union meeting at Heathrow, which was my patch, and um, they served meals from the first class <laughs> amazing um you know part yeah. of the plane so we all sat there with our little trays <laughs> at the union meeting eating our first class meals how lovely yeah, it was really good i have over told you no. lisa no. that for
0: once for a story from new woman years and years ago i learned how to be a flight attendant for a day that's amazing and it was before any before you before you weren't allowed to do anything mm-hmm. on the ground at brisbane airport in a virgin plane learning how to get everyone out had to wear the uniform learning how to get out when there was an alarm It was just so fun. It was so great. Imagine
1: he was a hostie. That'd be great. That'd be great. The exits are here, here, Mm.
0: and here. Mm Okay. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just dreaming about being about <laughs> air a, a, a hostess. Um, okay, and the last thing we we're going to talk about... You're not going to do your what hurts now. Oh, okay. Don't I, want to. Don't do it if you don't no, want to. No, I'm So, uh, we were going to talk about this the other day, and then I decided not to talk about it because I didn't have enough information, and I thought it was just me. But now, I realise it wasn't just me, and you will understand what I say yes. right now. Do you tell. I get... Well, do What hurts? What hurts? No! It's also beauty spot, beauty spot, beauty spot, beauty spot. So I get uh, psoriasis, um, everyone will know that probably, and I get scalp psoriasis a little bit sometimes, and um, recently I discovered that if I put some rosehip oil around my hairline. Mm. The, the dry skin just disappeared overnight. And I was like, I have just discovered miracle. some miracle cure and I'm going to make my fortune. But then I did a little bit of research. <laughs> and, and I'm not the first person to come <laughs> up with that. Three billion 3 million hits <laughs> when you Google it. Yeah. But um, so I found this company online because I must have been talking about it and Google overheard me and then pointed me in the right direction. Ugh, terrifying. Know. This company called Salubre who are in Melbourne, this Melbourne doctor. Her name is Dr. Irene Prentalos, not an ad. Um, And she... um, I bought some scalp oil from her, and it's got, like... um, It it hasn't got the rosy oil, but it's, like, baobab, jojoba, Mm -hmm. tamanu... ...and cuckoo nut, to name a few and you rub it in at night time. And it's quite strong smelling, I will give it that. It's a bit, you know, sometimes a bit overpowering. But my goodness, it works. Does it? So I think that putting oil on your scalp is the secret. All these years I've been Mm. not putting oil in my hair, I guess, because I don't want to have oily hair, but absolutely transformed my scalp overnight. Right. Because I've been told I've got a bit of that, so should I get some? Yeah, I think so. Okay. there's another spray you can buy. I mean, I used so then when you put it in your hair do you then have to wash your hair in the morning well i i don't because i just wear my hair up anyway but um if you were going to wear it down and try and look Mm. decent and not be a dirty (laughs) scrub like me maybe (laughs) but um but also there's a spray that she makes as well which is not oily which you can spray on in between so you can put it on when you've washed your hair spray it onto your scalp and then dry your hair as normal and that's supposed to work but i haven't i haven't used that one but um or you can just do what i do and just put some oil oil on it oh. as well so but i highly recommend good so tip thank you i because i've for years i've just had a real itchy yeah. dry scalp oh yeah i think an itchy scalp
1: might be a menopause symptom probably just to it, add everything another is one, isn't isn't it? in the bloody list yeah. god <laughs> right, let's oh what
0: about up. this we <laughs> i laugh then that's awful Oh, this is lovely. lovely. This is a beautiful story, it and is. I've read it about it in a few different places now. So it's obviously yeah. getting a bit of pickup traction. Traction, they call it yeah. in the trade. The eight secrets to a fairly
1: fulfilled life, and it's yeah. just lovely. So, is, will Yes. will you do the honors? Will I do the honors? Mm-hmm. It's Oliver Berkman. Yeah. Now he has written this column in the Guardian Weekend Mag for years. Yeah. And um, they, they've shut the mag down, so this is his last column. Yeah. I'm heartbroken that this mag is shutting down. It's just utterly brilliant and over the years has had the most brilliant writers and columnists and food and it's just a really great weekend supplement and it's so devastating to see it go. But such are the times we live in, Claire. Isn't it though? Isn't it though? So anyway, this man writes, he's written every week in the magazine and it's called This Column Will Change Your Life and he talks to experts and it's like, you know, happiness stuff yeah. or you know um, kindness stuff yeah. or but not done in a woo-woo way just in a really straightforward matter-of-fact way so this is his last this is his last column ever and he's sort of what he's learned over yeah. all these years it's beautiful. it's beautiful shall I talk you through them please do um he says he hasn't uncovered all the answers
0: mm. It seems like a bit of a yeah <laughs>
1: yeah but he has a powerful hunch um that the moment's right to leave And this is what he's learnt. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just read the first bit of each thing. Okay. All right. There will always be too much to do and this realisation is liberating. Yes. I mean, it's so true, isn't it? Yes. Like, stop trying to get on top of everything. He says don't berate yourself for failing to do it all just because it's impossible. It's impossible. Stop doing your um, to-do list. Yeah. Like, stop feeling bad because you haven't ticked everything off on your to-do list. Yeah. Let it go. It's fine. Um, next one. When stumped by a life choice, choose enlargement over happiness. Mm. Amazing. I've chosen that with my. Have you? <laughs> no. Oh. have been with my diet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, quite. Um, so it's not about what will make me happy, but will this choice enlarge me or diminish me? Yeah. It was that is gr- nice. That it's really nice, nice isn't it?
0: forward choose moving forward moving
1: forward and growing or yeah. you know that's the, that's the way to go into things um and he said don't worry about burning bridges um irreversible decisions tend to be more satisfying so i'm always about don't burn your bridges don't burn your bridges but he's saying now there's only one direction to travel forward yeah. into whatever choice you made yeah that's very very <coughs> wise excuse very me, wise. liberating mm. Next one. Mm. Am I doing them all? Yeah, you may as well. All right. The the capacity to tolerate minor discomfort is a superpower. It's so true, isn't it? You know? I'm trying to read it now.
0: Oh, yeah, you know what It won't kill you to enjoy the mild agitation of getting back to work on an important creative project or whatever or having a difficult conversation. It's so true. I think you learn that in a way when you're a kid. I used to remember, like, when you're a kid and you work out that whatever you get in trouble for, you're only going to be in trouble for a week and then it's going to be over. Yes. Once you work out, that measurement is so small yes. in the infinite of your life. So it's the same thing, isn't it? It's like yeah. You, can, you can just get you know it's going to be a shit fight for just, two days and then and it's sometimes going to be fine. Just, And
1: also sometimes just suck it up. It's suck fine. It up. Suck it up. That don't, should be one of his rules. It should be one of my rules. Just suck it up. <laughs> you know, it doesn't all have to be a big hoo-ha, yeah, does it? Yeah, You don't have to no. make a big hoo-ha about no. everything, Claire. No. You know, let it go. Um, okay, we have this in our book. Yeah. We have a book out, and this is in there. The advice you don't want to hear is usually the advice you need. True. So true, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and the broader point here, he says, is that it's not fun to confront whatever emotional experiences, you're avoiding them, Um the advice that could really help is likely to make you uncomfortable. That's very true. Yeah. Actually, it's very funny. My husband and I were looking at this website. My husband I was, and I? My
0: husband and I yeah. I was designing and he was just so, he was so like appalled by it and so um, critical of it. Yeah. And at first I got my nose out of it. Yeah. Then I just realised this is brilliant. Yeah. Like, someone's actually pulling it apart and, and bothering
1: enough. to do yeah. it. So
0: I agree. Was well, yeah. he
1: right though or wrong? I think he's probably right. Constructive. Constructively right. Yes. Um, it's wrong to say we live in especially uncertain times. The future is always uncertain. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's, that's a good true. one at the moment, isn't it? It's true, actually. It's, um, at the moment, in yeah. these especially in uncertain times
0: yeah. we're living in. Yeah, it's true. We yeah. don't really know what's going to happen ever, so you may as well just carry on.
1: Yes, that's yeah. right. Um, I think I've got myself a bit confused no, The future here. will never provide the reassurance you seek from it. Oh, sorry. Beep beeps. Um, yes. That's right. Like you want to know what is in the future. Yeah, but it's probably not going to be helpful, is it? No, and you can't you can't work it out anyway. No. Would you like to know what's in the future? Uh,
0: yes, I would. In terms of this podcast,
1: <laughs> oh, actually, in terms of the end of this
0: podcast <laughs> <Today>. <laughs> in terms of tonight. Yes. Here we've
1: got a couple.
0: Oh no, I've got those. Oh, no, sorry.
1: sorry. now, imposter syndrome. The solution to imposter syndrome is to see that you are one. Yeah. Absolutely. We all know that. Don't yeah. We? Yeah. Everyone's we're all, just winging we're it. We're all just winging it.
0: Yeah. Just, I think that's quite liberating. Actually. Yeah.
1: I quite like telling people that and so people know that you're all on the same page as well. Those ins- yeah. people who aren't winging it are insufferable, aren't they? <laughs> you know the ones. True. Ugh. Yeah, true. Awful. Last one. Sel- oh no, two more. Selflessness. Selflessness is overrated. Yes. So true, especially for women. Women especially are raised to think a life well spent means helping others. Um, there's truth here but it generally gets tangled up with deep-seated issues of guilt and self-esteem true so true True, isn't it true and then i loved this line meanwhile of course the people who boast all day on twitter about their charity work or political awareness aren't being selfless at all they are burnishing their egos Mm -hmm. we know who you are we know who you are however i do think helping doing a bit of voluntary work or helping others is a good thing you just don't have to bang on about it do you yeah and then the last one, know when to move on. Right. Oh, that made me that made me sad because he's yep. talking about
0: himself as well. yeah thank is. you for reading, that's where you'll yep. find me.
1: Yeah. That's true. It
0: is it is yep. you know, you know when you shut the door. Yeah. Carry on.
1: Yeah. Goodbye then. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I was about to say, and on that note, <laughs> goodbye. we
0: will we'll be back next week with more of yes. this. I'll post with that them.
1: story to the PDAs if I haven't done it already.
0: No, you haven't done it I already. I haven't,
1: um, which is our online Facebook group. It is. It's on the line. On, it's on. It's online
0: Facebook as opposed yeah. to not online Facebook. Yeah. Um, please come to the PDAs. Um, there's been yeah. a few people who've liked the Plain Devil's Avocado page on yes. Facebook. That, that is, is pointless. pointless. That is you know where no... I actually did write something on there today saying I saw. don't come to here. Don't come here. Yeah, we have it. Yeah. So join the PDAs, and um, it's much more fun. Yeah. First out. Thank you very much for buying the book. Thank you yes. very much for listening to the podcast. Thank you very much for listening to the radio and things that we've been on in yes. the last few days. Yes. Very hopefully we'll be in encouraging. More. It is encouraging. It's very encouraging. And we'll see you next we'll week. see you next week for more fun and frolics. You, you can fine. email us at weareplayingdoubleavocado oh, yeah. at gmail.com if you want to. No one ever does. Literally. No one ever does. So. does.
1: And <laughs> <Literally, laughs> so. no no so. we get
0: like some press releases. Oh, yeah. nice. okay. Bye. See ya.